straight talk uncut hey everybody what's going on it's tell us here back with another edition of straight talk uncut and this episode is being recorded on april 22nd 2016 and the quote for this episode goes like this as a well-spent day brings happy sleep so life well used brings happy death again as a well-spent day brings happy sleep so life well used brings happy death and that's by leonardo da vinci and so this is this quote is very fitting um being that we lost two icons uh yesterday prince and china and um and, and with those two two examples re- relating to this quote, I think it's pretty safe to say that in both cases, um, you know, they 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 live life. They live outwardly. They live life in in uh, in a, for the most part in the spotlight. You know, of course, Prince uh, was a was a was very you know um had a had a very personal life to where all of his personal business wasn't in the in the spotlight like other celebrities uh and actually you can say that with china for the most part you know what i mean like a lot of the stuff um came later like a lot of the stuff that uh, a lot of stuff i didn't know about china even though i'm not even a wrestling fan uh, or you know anything like that, but still, a lot of times you can't even get away from uh, celebrity gossip and things like that. You know, it's like you don't even have to be into it to hear about it. And I remember listening to a podcast. Uh, I can't remember the the wrestler she dated, and he you know told a lot of stuff about what she was going on. Um, so you know, I only have like a surface knowledge of. Well, actually, I don't have the surface knowledge of both of them, but, you know, I'm a huge fan of Prince, a huge, huge fan of Prince, and I probably know a little more insight about his career than China's, um, but, you know, he died at 57, some may say that that's, that's young, and it is young, it's, it is, it's really young, but when you look at the legacy he's leaving behind like uh, uh, the same with the same when Michael Jackson died is is like um i mean you 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 said to to lose celebrities like that because it's like what else is in them what what else do they have left you know what i mean but then again if if you have to compare <laughs> like just as far as um, I mean, this is gonna sound kind of crazy, but as far as um, equate what you're trying to do to what he did, to what Prince did, and you know, you know what I mean, like equate whatever you're doing, just translate that to if it if just translate that to the the legacy that Prince is leaving. And then you you have to you have to like wonder, would you have been satisfied? Uh, and as creatives, 
you know, we, we're really never, I know I'm really never satisfied, like, because I know there's always more, but if you had a choice of where you are now, and if you was, if you left the legacy that Prince left, would you be satisfied? I think I, you know, I think I would. <laughs> it's hard to say I, I wouldn't be, because I mean, he 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 lived life, you know. Uh, uh, as far as his musical career, it's hard to it's hard to say that he he didn't, um, you know, live a grand life. I mean, he's like, you know what I mean. So, and and that can be said with a lot of other icons like that that passed away early. In, in their short amount of time, look at what they did. You know, that's just what you have to look at. Like in their short amount of time, look at what they achieved compared to, and I'm compared to my life. You know what I mean? Like I, I would only hope, <laughs> I can only hope, and that's what I'm striving for at, tw at by the time I'm 57, to have left some sort of mark. And, and that's, you know, you know what I mean? Like as a creative, as an artist, that's what we're striving for, right? Like to to leave something behind that's gonna be um, acknowledged if only once a year, if only once every five years, if only once every 10 years. Just, just on a whim, you know, when when that rotation of history come come back around, you only hope to be mentioned or thought of or or at least leave something for your your family to be proud of outside of the norm you know outside of the the norm of oh, he was a hard worker you know he he did his job right you know you know like, like outside of that you know i left my uh my uh daughter she won an award yesterday an art award for 3d art and it was uh it was it was for all the school districts K through 12 all the school all the the school levels she won first place 3D art she she made this sculpture she's real into dragons she made this um, sculpture of a dragon and which is funny because she, she I mean she she's an, she's a straight up artist but 3D art. Well, I guess, I guess, yeah. She actually, now that I think about it, she's always done clay art. Um, but she does that more sporadic than she does her drawing, her drawing in, in her digital art. Uh, but she happens to be in the 3D art class in school, and um, I actually met her, her art teacher, and he submitted, he submitted one of her art pieces to this uh, city city competition and and she won she won first place in in that category and um she actually was nominated last year for a statewide competition so you know so she you know you know what i mean like she at, at a young age definitely um is is sort of seeing all the things that like I'm, i mean i'm always preaching to them about uh, you know, getting used to these stepping stones 
because once they get used to these, you know, these these little, these stepping stones now, then their reach is just going to be that much greater. And of course, I'm always telling them, you know, uh, giving them the stories of how how much things are different now. It's, it's coming back around to where schools and organizations are starting to recognize art now because I think kids are so much more diverse now. You know, you don't just have the, the, the academic and the jock. Now you have, between the academic and the jock, you have, you know, art has always been there in the form of like band, you know, it, it was usually academic jock band. And then the artist was always those those grimy people. You know what I mean? Like, uh, the, there wasn't really, like, there was always people that, that was real good at drawing, that was art, good at art, good at uh, doing art. I remember in, our, in my high school and middle school, was the same guy. He used to, I think I talked about this, he used to airbrush pants. And so we would bring our jeans to school and we would pay him you know, either by buying some new music or doing something if we didn't have the money, buying his lunches for a week, doing something to pay for him to airbrush denim jacket, pants, stuff like that. And we always went to, you know, this this one guy in school. And um, but he wasn't in like any kind of art class. You know what I mean? There wasn't really art classes. Like art was like part of another class. It wasn't it wasn't its its own class. It was like a part of a, you know what I mean, like a like another a part of a like another like generic class. But now, I mean, my daughter, they have three D art class, two D art class, like whole whole semesters or whole school school semesters of classes based around art subjects. And even when the guy was presenting the award yesterday you know he mentioned that he was like no longer is it just about the athlete or the academic you know there's there's people that, that or, or even like and i and i put uh because i was in music my my whole uh school career and music was was big like music like band and choir and then um the you know the string orchestra the the, uh, the symphony orchestra it was it was all and maybe that's because of the school I went to or the where I went to school music was like set, like right in there with um with athletes with athletics and in um academics and most of the times all of us that were in in band like for the most part a lot of us were also big in academics as well but that that other that like visual art and stuff like that was always it was like the, this different type of thing you know what i mean so but now it seems like these schools are, are starting to recognize creatives and um and, and, and you know so they can get used to taking on that moniker as an as, you know as an artist and you know, I asked them. I was, I was. It was hard to tell them the story of Prince because they they had no idea who he was. Uh, and I mentioned him, and then I I played, you know, I played some of my music, and then they they recognized from the music, but they had no clue who Prince was. And you know, I imagine with this generation, it, it's like that. I remember um, when Michael Jackson was it Michael Jackson or no, no, it was Kanye West did the song with Paul McCartney. 
nobody knew, you know this this gener- this young generation didn't know who Paul McCartney was but my whole point I guess my whole point is um, it is hard yeah you you're sad at a loss that the guy you know he he he, de- he died such an unexpected death but when these when these people you know I think it's selfish to like say Oh, it's too early, or it's, you know. I mean, death happens, man. Nobody has a, nobody's guaranteed a certain amount of time. No, nobody. No, nobody's guaranteed a certain amount of time. I mean, yeah, death is sad, and um, you know, I mean, it, it, you know, especially God forbid, when, you know, kids die early and stuff like that. But the the reaction that people have when death come about. It's, it's always baffling to me. The last funeral I went to was my well, was my grandmother's funeral, and um, and I, I didn't I didn't cry, you know, man. She she uh, she had dementia and Alzheimer's like right at the end, and I'm like, man, she's 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 in a better place, you know. Like it, it was hard for me to like cry and be sad. I was actually like, you know, I was sad she's gone, sad I didn't get a, get more time with her. Uh, you know, because I I was out of state, I was you know, living out of state. Uh, sad for a lot of other, a lot of other selfish reasons. Sad for making excuses not to visit more often. That you know, I was I was sad for a lot of selfish reasons, but I wasn't sad like of her death. If that makes any sense, <laughs> it maybe doesn't, but um, but anyway. Uh, enough on that. So drink one, pour one out <laughs> for Prince in China this weekend, and and, and whoever else, um, you know, whoever else passed on. Uh, and this also leads to my pick of the day that I posted this morning. Um, let me see, what did I post yesterday? I think I talked about what I posted yesterday. So the pick of the day for the day is called Dogs. I think I think I named it or captioned it. Dogs got the dead bird. So. My my daughters come in, yes, uh, not yesterday, but a few a few weeks ago, a few days ago, and it was a dad's a dead bird out in the backyard, and the dogs got it, and it wasn't just out in the backyard; it was in our little patio, fenced-off patio area, and I was like, well, how how would they get a bird? How would they get a bird in in that area, like? I've seen them try to chase birds and get them, but I don't think they, I think something happened to the bird and the bird fell. So I go out there and the first thing I do is I want to mess with the kids a little bit because they were just so grossed out about this dead bird. So I picked it up <laughs> and spread his wings. And I was trying to get my daughter to hold him so I can take a picture of him because it was just something about him. And I'm not like that that guy. I, I usually get grossed out by dead things myself but for some reason i didn't get grossed out by this bird um like i mean we we see dead rabbits we got like a rabbit problem out here and we get grossed i see dead rabbits all the time and i'm just every time i see them i mean i i probably see a dead rabbit every single day matter of fact i i I guarantee i see a dead rabbit every single day a, a different dead rabbit every single day and i'm grossed out every time i see them we see dead deer on the side of the road and I'm grossed out but for some reason this dead bird 
uh, didn't gross me out. And then I, I was just studying it, and I noticed, like, first of all, it was slobber all over, so I knew the dogs had been playing with it, and I was, like, grossed out by that. Like, you know, it was, like, thinking in my head, did the dogs have all that shots? And, and they, they have. But I was grossed out by that fact that, the, you know, I mean, they didn't, he, they didn't pull him apart or anything, but I did notice uh, one of his wing, one of the bird's wings were, were broken. Was the, the like? You can see it in the picture because I, I sort of kept it in there. You can see the wing is is like broken. So I was thinking maybe the bird was shot down by like a BB gun, a pellet gun, or something like that, and that's where it was hit right in that wing. Um, but. I took several pictures of it before <laughs> before my daughters got totally grossed out and I, I heard them in there saying, Mom, Dad's out there playing with a dead bird. So I didn't want her to come out like giving me shit. <laughs> so I got down and I was just like snapping off these pictures of this dead bird. And as I was doing it, remember I talked about like getting lost? I started to get lost and and it became less of like this this joking manner that I had and more of just like you know just just looking at it like man this thing was this thing was probably just alive and now here I am taking pictures of it and then it's, it's almost like I went from this like uh, trying to gross out the kids to like this serious tone and then my kids like saw it on my face and they were like what's wrong and I was like it was just like my whole uh, demeanor changed, and it was it was after I, I you know I snapped the pictures that I wanted to snap. Then I was just looking at this, I was just looking at this thing, just looking at this bad, dead bird. And I remember um, uh, watching this Sally Mann documentary, in which she was she was doing this with her one of her dogs. She she uh. I don't know if she breeds whippets, but she she has whippets. That's her her breed of choice. And one of them died, and they kept it. And, and she was taking pictures of it. And she was talking about it. And I was thinking, this woman is absolutely out of her fucking mind, right? I was just thinking it. But then I found myself doing the same thing with this bird. And I, I I've said that a lot of time about. I remember this guy. Um, uh, this guy I knew. He, he came across a dead snake in the road. And he pulled over and stopped and took pictures of it. And I said the same thing about him. I'm like, dude, why would you want to, like, it just seems so crazy. But then here I am, I was doing the same thing. And I was like, oh, you know, but that, see, that, there you go. That, and, that, and I'm admitting it. I'm, I'm totally admitting it. Like, I have this saying, like, don't judge a book. Like, you, it's all right to judge a book by its cover, but at least, you know, open the book and either confirm or disprove your judgment. So here I am disproving my judgment about people that are so fascinated with like dead animals and taking pictures. Cause I mean, it's not hard to go online and find dead pictures of animals and birds and stuff like that. And that almost kept me from taking pictures cause I was like, it's so cliche, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, okay, it's, it's, a, it's a dead bird. Whoop-de-doo, you know? Let, let me take pictures of this dead bird and, and then it's shocking, it's a dead bird. Oh, it's death, you know? And I almost did take a picture of it because of that, but then I was like, you know what? 
No, let me let me just see. So I pull out my Note 5, and then I was just messing around, and then it, I I just got drawn in. Um, and the 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 one I posted, the picture I posted is not even the one that really really drew me in. There was another one I took, and it was right up close to the head of the bird because the eyes are you know the eyes open, and and if you're just looking at the head. It's not, you can't even really tell it's dead. It, so it was just like, you know, I just got these close up. I put it on macro. Uh, I put the, the uh, Note 5 on, on I, I usually shoot in pro mode so I can get a, a, a digital negative. And, um, and I was using the manual focus and I, you know, put it all the way to like macro so I can get in real, real close. And those are the pictures that drew me in, the ones of close up. Now I'm like, wow, you know? I mean, I'm not sure if I can do that, you know, as a project, but it was just like an opportunity. I mean, this bird was like right there, literally on my back uh, patio. That's that's where, when the girls came and got me, that's where the, the bird was laying, right there on my patio, my back backyard patio. And uh, I was like, well, it's just right here. So, uh, and then I did process that a little bit, uh, uh, you know, because I wanted to, I, it, the the one I initially took was just really really bright and shiny and it just didn't match the feeling that I got for it. So I just I just desaturated the colors a little bit, add a little vignette to around the edges, and um, what else I do? I just I, I brought out the clarity just a little bit because I did desaturate it. So I wanted to give it a little bit of punch. Uh, just to show a little detail, but not like that HDR look, you know what I mean? And uh, hopefully it came across, well, actually, I think it did. I think it came across exactly how, like, you know, because it was really, really sunny. So I didn't want to, like, just take it all the way to black and white and then dull it down, you know, too much. I, I wanted to keep some of the... Um, the, you know what what the day was like but I wanted to bring about a different mood from it you know what I mean so so that was the pick of the day um, workouts going good I'm on day 12 I did day 12 this morning you know uh, I think I'm gonna have to get a little bit more sleep this weekend because I can I can start to feel it I think I'm gonna have to change up my um, my my workouts too to add in to incorporate more more body parts because I can feel it in my back like I'm only doing I mean your shoulders and back really you almost use in, in, in almost everything you use your shoulders and back in like a ton of workouts so I'm going to have to do do some uh, I'm going to have to change my workouts because I can really feel it in my back uh, in my shoulders and that of course is hindering a lot of the other workouts so but I'm, I'm going to get around to posting the workouts I'm doing. Like I said, man, it's not, you know, it's just high intensity training. It's not like, uh, I, I don't even use, a, you know, I'm not doing any kind of like bench presses. It's for the most part dumbbells and body weight movements and, um, you know, because I'm, I'm getting older, man. I can't be doing all this heavy ass lifting. I'm just trying to stay fit, trim, stay in shape. I'm trying to get back down to what I was looking looking like about a year or two ago. And if you're interested in seeing, um, you know, seeing some pictures, some before and after pictures, and, you know, because I do take a picture every Monday and I have the picture of the last time I did a, a workout like this and eating right. I know I'm going to have to work on my eating as well because that's that's the biggest thing. Um, 
So, but if you're interested, in, you know, and want to see see some before and afters, uh, and if you are really, really, really interested in the workouts, let me know, and I, you know, I make that a priority. So, but uh, that's it for this episode of Straight Talking Cutting. Like I, I always say, I don't know a lot. What I do know, I try to talk straight about. This has been Straight Talk Uncut. Thank you guys for listening. And I'll talk to you in the next episode.